0: How about that cigar? How about that cigar? Ladies and gentlemen, you are watching and listening to episode 112 of How About That Cigar Live. And we would like to tell you about your car's extended warranty. Mm
1: -hmm. We've been trying to reach you. We've been trying to
0: reach you for some time now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thanks, guys, for watching episode 112 and for listening on the audio podcast. As always, we are live from the Halacious Drew Estate Mm -hmm. Cigar Studios. And once again, let's talk about the re release of the beautiful limited edition Lanceros for 2021. Exclusive for Drew Diplomat Program participants, the limited edition Herrera Esteli Lanceros will debut very, very soon. The 7x38 Lancero requires expert hands to perfectly arrange the individual tobacco components, assuring the cigar's complexity and ideal draw. The Herrera Esteli Habano Lancero is made using a flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, Honduran Habano binder, and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos, while the Herrera Esteli Connecticut Broadleaf Lancero is composed of an exceptional high priming of Connecticut Broadleaf wrapper that Drew Estate reserves throughout the year exclusively for this cigar, a bold Brazilian Modafina binder, and rich Nicaraguan filler tobaccos. For more info, please visit DrewEstate.com. As always, thank you guys so much for being with us here on How About That Cigar Live. We have a very special episode coming up tonight. It's going to be a hoot. It's going to be an absolute hoot. The first of many, we hope. But uh, as always, before we get into the main segment of the show, we got you know a couple things we got to get out of the way. I mean, hey, John, what's up? Um, thanks for joining us, John. Um, so... As we speak, our Minnesota Twins are playing the Baltimore Orioles, Mm -hmm. the two worst teams in baseball Mm -hmm. in all of, not just division, all of Major League Baseball.
1: So the ratings for this one, I'm sure are.
0: Yeah, I'm sure that this is breaking records Mm -hmm. for low ratings. Mm -hmm. Um, Twins were supposed to be at the top of the heap, and we are. (laughs) I think we're tied for last place in, in Major League Baseball with Baltimore. What are you gonna do? So they're playing as we speak. Um, Wilder but playing. the Wild are playing in about an hour. Yep, puck drops in about an hour on Game yep. Five. Yep, and uh, it's for for the Wild. It's win or go home. So whoever wins between in this series uh, between Las Vegas and Minnesota goes to play the Colorado Avalanche, mm-hmm. and uh, they swept St. Louis, which I was very surprised by. I mean, Colorado is a very good team. Yep. but I did not expect a sweep correct so that was uh but Colorado's playing incredible hockey right now mm-hmm. uh, and the goalie for Las Vegas is <sighs> I mean uh flurry is absolutely killing us yep plus the the rest of the uh the rest of the team for Vegas figured out a strategy to take Kaprizov out of the game
1: totally took him yeah. out and I mean their power play. Their, ability, yeah, yeah their, on both sides.
0: Their penalty kill is like I think number one in the league, and our our actually our power play was close it was to number very one. Very high, uh, but their penalty kill is outrageous. So you know, it's fun to watch hockey right now.
1: That's enough out of you. Kevin. That's
0: enough out of you. No, uh, it's it's going to be fun to watch. Uh, it would be awesome to see uh, Minnesota make a series out of it. You know, and. You know, it, I would just love to see more hockey out of them. So hopefully it's winter go home. So hopefully Minnesota plays with that kind of urgency tonight without getting panicked. Um, we'll see how it goes, you know, but it's uh, it, it's been an interesting series and fun to watch. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, this this week we were kind of trying to figure out what to do for a show. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's those times when you don't have a guest that you think, okay, let's come up with something different. And so let's let's kind of work our way into the special segment of the show. Uh, And let me pull up, make sure I get all of our branding stuff good to go here. So
1: and not that we didn't have like, you know, a huge line of people. You know, our agent was saying, you know, Michael Jordan wants to come yeah. on. And yeah, Michael you know.
0: Jordan wanted to come on, and um, Nick Jonas. I mean, and, Betty, and White. And Betty White. Betty um, White, Abe Vigoda,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, John yeah. Wayne. Yeah, uh, Caesar Augustus. Mm. I mean, you know, the, the list, list is it, yeah, yeah. <sighs> Genghis Khan.
1: So this was just us taking a break yeah. from that life. Yeah. Um. And, uh, no, but you know, we love to do, we love to do this stuff. Um, having, having fun. Um, just the two of us, we get to shake things up a little bit and go outside of the box and we like it.
0: Yeah. So... Let's uh, get into our main segment of the week. And as always, guys, you know that our main segment is brought to you by Corona Cigar Company and CoronaCigar.com. The internet's largest and easiest to use virtual cigar store. Corona Cigar Company offers you the finest handmade cigars, humidors, and cigar accessories at the absolute lowest possible price. You'll also find unique and limited cigars containing Florida sun-grown tobacco. As a proud American, President and founder of Corona Cigar Company, Jeff Borshowitz, believed it was possible to bring cigar tobacco farming back to Florida. At Corona Cigar Company and coronacigar.com, you'll find the best selection anywhere in the world of cigars containing this special Florida sun-grown tobacco. If you live in Florida or are just visiting, be sure to visit any of the great Corona Cigar locations in downtown Orlando, Sand Lake, Lake Mary, and also the Davidoff of Geneva Lounge in Tampa. For more info on all of that, please visit coronacigar.com and floridasungrown.com. So, ladies and gentlemen, episode 112 of How About That Cigar Life. So, there, there have been a million cigar shows on social media, YouTube, Facebook, that talk about pairings. And we knew that we were no different. That's that's one of the fun things to talk about, you know, with all different kinds of beverages and things like that. We've we've talked to a lot of people about it because it's fun to explore what to you know, what what to drink or or even some in some cases eat with your cigars. And when you talk about doing a pairing show, because there are so many uh, cigar shows that have done really well with that and do a great job at talking about pairings, we didn't want to just. You know, we don't want to try to copy what they do. We want to try to do something different, but still talk about the mm-hmm. interesting world of pairing stuff. So I came up with a concept that, as far as I know, is, you know, it's fun. I did a lot of searching around. As far as I know, it's pretty new for the, for the cigar world. So mm-hmm. welcome to the first ever pairing roulette. Woo!
1: Yeah, we should have a song for that. We should, we should have a have song. A little, like, uh, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. My, my. Yeah, I had the time to do the graphics, but not the song. Yeah. So we'll, uh, we'll we'll work, work on that. On, yeah. So it is the first ever pairing roulette. So here's what's going to happen, and this is the cool part about pairing roulette is we can change it up and do it differently every time, and we can always add things and change things. But tonight, what we're going to do, mm-hmm. just because it's the first time out of the gate with pairing roulette, we are going to try where we have we're going to each each Garrett and myself are going to spin the roulette wheel and we spin once to decide what our beverage is going to be. And then we spin a second time with a different wheel to decide which wrapper leaf type of cigar we're going to have. And again, the concept is fun because in the future we can do different cigar brands, we can do different cigar Vitolas, we can do um, different cigar countries, you know, yeah. Nicaraguan or Dominican or Honduran, things like that. Cuban even, mm-hmm. um, left-handed so, versus right-handed yeah, cigars. cigars because it's real, I don't know about where you guys live. It is really hard to find left-handed cigars. It really cigars. is.
1: They're, you yeah. know, uh, I mean that minority, they're hurting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Really? So
1: shout out to the Southpaws. So,
0: <laughs> so, so tonight, uh, you know, the first time out of the gate with, uh, pairing roulette, we said, we're going to keep it simple. So. Um, as you guys know, um, Garrett is, so talk a little bit, bit about you and, and yeah, drinking. so
1: I have been sober for 26 years on my 17th birthday. I had finally had enough. I was, uh, I was young and, uh, but you know, several overdoses and very open about my recovery and, and all of that. So, and obviously have a lot of friends who do drink and it's nothing that, um, affects me but uh i don't drink anymore so i live vicariously through matt and others i have my teas my coffees my other things and yeah it's it's what it is so let me
0: share this with you guys and and you know this is this is nothing you know outside of the box fancy it's you know it's it's powerpoint you know let's be honest about this so this is the wheel. We have, we have one wheel for our beverages. So we have, uh, we have water. Mm-hmm. On the non-alcoholic side, we have water, and that could be waters of any variety. It could be just plain, still water. It can be bubbly water. It could be flavored water. But these are water beverages. Then we have juices. Then we have coffees. And then we have teas. Mm-hmm. On the alcoholic side, we have beers, bourbons, rums, and scotches and we have a selection here uh, each of us have our own selection of, of beverages that fit our beverage type and then on the cigar wrapper side we have the other wheel so we have habano wrappers we have corojo wrappers we have broadleaf wrappers sumatra wrappers and finally connecticut shade wrappers so we are going to start out here and we're going to start with garrett and of course If Garrett uh, spins an alcoholic beverage, Garrett's gonna spin again. I guess
1: 26 years. Oh,
0: okay. (laughs) 26 years out the window. So uh, Garrett, go ahead and just hit hit that arrow button. Hit the arrow button. All right, here we go. And wait for it. And now hit hit the arrow button again.
1: Oh, okay. Water. Water. All right. I was thirsty. Good.
0: I was waiting. So now that you know what your beverage is gonna be, now spin the wheel again. And you're going to choose which wrapper leaf Habano. All right. So right out of the gate.
1: I am going to do.
0: That is not.
1: No, that's a broadleaf. This uh, one is. Uh, this one is. Yes. Yep.
0: So let me get us back on screen so everybody can see our beautiful faces again. Well, beautiful. Hi. Uh... So. So Garrett has the Kinsugi from Alec and Bradley. And he has what is this uh, water type beverage oh, yeah. you have here?
1: so um i am doing Lacroix, and it is the it's the lemon Ooh, one limoncello yeah limoncello.
0: And this, this, so from la croix or la croix so they have the 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 regular lemon flavored is fine yep but the limoncello and the key lime pie oh yeah are out of this world so if you find those varieties of la croix Le
1: creux. and I'll get into a little bit of what I like about this beverage after Matt gets his
0: so I'm going to spin the wheel here myself and uh pick out my lovely pairing for this evening so let's get that going right now oh no oh, let's oh. Well, all right I'll pick my cigar first Habano, uh, do we want to do the same? No, let's no, uh, let's not do let's not do the same. Let's uh let's try that again. Oh, yeah. Let's go here. Beverage. So my beverage pairing will be round, around, around round she goes, where she stops, nobody beer. That will be my pairing. So I, I have I was drinking a little something before the show, but I have something that I'm gonna have with the show so my cigar wrapper leaf is going to be round around around she goes where she stops nobody habano well that's all right yeah
1: i I guess we'll double up on habano yeah it was meant to be
0: it was meant to be stop speaking bad french i'm i don't know how to speak french i I barely know how how to speak speak. (laughs) i barely know how to speak English. english you're asking a lot you are asking so much all right so
1: dude i'm i'm excited so this is only so this is the last Kinsugi i have is it the last one it is i have one two left i think because i have it on the
0: review schedule so i had to save a couple um cutter lighter so while we are uh getting our cigars cut and lit you guys let us know what you are joining us with let us know what you're smoking let
1: us know what you're drinking um Okay. While you're doing that, I'm going to talk about this. The, the, so the, like Matt said, the lemon, uh, natural lemon is, is good. Uh, the lemon cello is, I think they, Oh yeah. It's called, it's naturally essenced, naturally essenced. It's naturally essenced. And I love my essence <laughs> to be natural <laughs> I don't like the unnatural essencing. Um, And the cool thing about doing citruses while smoking is it helps to clean the palate. It neutralizes some of that. And so I'm a big fan of, of drinking water and teas that um, have a higher acid content or citrus content that helps to cleanse while you smoke. So this for me is a non pairing I'm not really pairing this with the cigar. This is meant to totally just continue to cleanse. and. um, You're doing a cleanse? I am. It's important to do a
0: cleanse. It is. All right. So real quick here, guys, just because I want to mix things up. This is pairing roulette after all. I want to mix things up. Oh, you are? So I'm going to choose a different wrapper leaf. (laughs) Hopefully it will not stop on the same... The same spot again. We'll let it spin for how long should we go? Like 20 minutes?
1: I don't know. Yeah.
0: yeah okay. Connecticut shade. All right. Connecticut shade do you have with, Connecticut? Otherwise, with I got beer. Okay. I do have Connecticut shade. Um. Yes, I do.
1: Mm.
0: So let's uh, get rid of that guy. So I see that Chuck, you made a good recommendation cameroon that definitely and that's the cool part about pairing roulette is we can always keep adding and changing things there's so many that we could have
1: you know so um, by doing five it allows us to do five totally different ones next time yeah i mean there's san andreas dominican cameroon um uh
0: criollo Criollo. Um, I mean, you've got
1: horny goat weed, horny, go-
0: <laughs> horny goat weed, mm-hmm. which is, uh, I think only grown on the Eastern slopes of Mount cockla mm-hmm. in, in, uh, in Portugal. Yep. It's pretty solid. I just made that up. Um, this is an unbanded, but trust me on this. This is a Nat Sherman Sterling super Lancero. Uh, Connecticut Shade wrapper, lovely, big Lancero, eight, eight by 38.
1: So when, uh, when I go to pair a cigar with a beverage, I like to either decide if I want the cigar to sing, if I want the pair to be a duet, or if I want to pour a bunch of tartar sauce on the nasty fish, Type situation where I know I have to smoke a cigar, that either somebody's gifted me or whatever. Then I will pick a, a stronger, stronger beverage. Um, some people, you know, like to do uh, cokes and root beers and uh, things like that. Your Minnesota is showing when you said root beer root 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 roots. Did I really say root?
0: <laughs> no, you said root. Oh, okay, that's root. the Minnesota. Root. Is. Yeah, for 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 me. When I moved up to Wisconsin and Minnesota and I heard people say "rut or roof, yeah I said what do you talk what is that? I don't know what that means? really Yeah, so that's a, I didn't move. most of the rest of the country says roof root. or root.
1: okay, root beer.
0: So no, it's all good. it's hey, you're from Minnesota. yeah, you do you bro. or even Dr. Pepper. And yeah I'm not
1: you know and I'm not it for me, I can't do especially if the cigar has natural sweetness to it, that I want to taste that sweetness from the cigar. I'll avoid those with, you know, like the plague. And I'm sure the same is true with, you know, some bourbons and whiskeys and and other spirited varietals that are very sweet in nature. You know, they can really hide the sweetness and flavors of the cigar. So um, I'll be honest, this is perfect. I want this cigar to sing. I really do. Um, I would have rather not paired this with coffee or my tea because it would have it would have really taken away from what this cigar can be
0: and that's that's one of the fun parts about pairing roulette is you know we could end up sometimes honestly as we go through this you know we can do dozens or hundreds of different types of pairing roulettes and we could end up coming up with combinations that just don't work yeah that's okay if they don't work we're like you know what i'm spinning the wheel again yeah i'm gonna go again
1: you know, and I'll probably get three quarters of the way through this one and I'll spin again and uh try a totally different pairing. If, if we go that long.
0: So switches for the, uh for the pairing that I, that I spun on the wheel. So I got the Connecticut shade. So I've got the Nat Sherman Sterling super Lancero with Connecticut shade wrapper, which is um really mild on the body spectrum, but on the flavor spectrum, there's a lot going on, Yeah, you know, and there is net like Garrett was saying this, this, the cigar has natural kind of sweetness. And even through, I'm going to retrohale here. You can see when the smoke comes out of the nose, there's a mild sort of sweet, grassy aroma. You know, like um, picture yourself walking through a farm field, you know, where they just, where they just uh, cut, cut straw or hay. It's Mm -hmm. that that aroma kind of in the air and along with some sweetness. And, you know, there's definitely some well aged tobaccos in there, which you can really, you know, get the flavors and aroma of. So the pairing for for beer, just because tonight being the first ever pairing roulette, I wanted to keep it simple. So this is from Kona Brewing Company and it's called Longboard Island Lager. And it's just a simple, smooth, American style lager. Uh, that and and again, I for the first one, I wanted to keep it simple. a beer that is kind of understated, but compare well with just about anything.
1: Longboard mm, that's that's really interesting. Longboard lager. that's uh that's my nickname in college. <laughs>
0: <laughs> was that a all girls college? Never mind. Never mind. Mm-hmm. It used to be an all girls college.
1: yeah, the uh...
0: <laughs> now it's co-ed.
1: i gotta you know where the weight room is (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah so chuck you know a connie with a highland scotch uh let us know what some of your favorite pairings are
0: yeah with a with a highland scotch i totally agree i absolutely so for scotches and i'm I'm knowledgeable enough about scotch to know the basics. I'm not really deep into it like like Chuck is and like some other people are. But when it gets when it gets too far on the on the earthy and the peaty kind of scotches um like Lagavulin then I I agree that it kind of it's it's just like a a like a really deep espresso with a connecticut shade really mild cigar the cigar it they still pair beautifully together because it's it's an experience thing but you do tend to when you've got really strong coffee Mm -hmm. you do tend to um especially if the coffee has a lot of bitter notes to it Mm -hmm. you can lose some of that Connecticut shade mild sweetness
1: and that's why i love a medium roast yeah uh coffee um you know, espressos and dark roast, they can be good with certain cigars. But um, again, this is about pairing. It's about either creating, you know, you're singing the cigar, you're creating a beautiful duet between the two Yeah. or you're masking.
0: Yeah. And so this is a bottle actually, and I have the stuff out here that I, you know, depending on what would have come up on the, on my spin of the wheel. And I had it here in case this was going to come up. This is a bottle that Garrett actually gifted me and it's one I had never tried, nor had I ever even heard of. So Glen Kinchey Scotch is this Glen Kinchey 12 year old. And this is actually Edinburgh Scotch, which I'll be honest, I only really knew Highland and Lowland Scotch. I didn't know about Edinburgh Scotch. And when he gifted me this bottle, I actually had to look it up, but I found so many great reviews of this Scotch, especially for, New Scotch drinkers, people who say that they don't like Scotch, it has a very mild flavor profile. It's really bright, and it actually reminds me a lot of some Japanese whiskeys. It's mild, bright. It's got notes of like what you typically, uh, what you typically sense as like citrusy kind of notes and things like that, um, with a little bit of like maybe cedar wood and, and it's not really oaky or peaty. Mm -hmm. So this is a really good scotch for people who say that, pardon me, people who say that they don't like scotch. This is a, this is a good one to start out with. Um, so I've really been enjoying this bottle and what's, what's one of the, so you have the flavored water and the Habano. What was, what were some of the other wrapper or some of the other beverage choices?
1: So we've got just a regular cup of medium roast coffee
0: and and that that is, is totally black. And that is the, um, you didn't know it, but I know what we have in our, um, in our coffee mill right now. This is Starbucks. Uh, it's just the, the, the garden variety, Starbucks, uh, Pike place roast. Oh, cool. So it's commonly, if you go into a Starbucks and just ask for a flavor, you know, a roast of the day, that's typically what you get.
1: And then, so if you don't know about, um, you know, the tea keepers, um, our buddy John strange, uh, he does tea. He's also in has a tea uh, distribution and store and everything. This has been my favorite tea for a long time, and when I found out that he had it, I went nuts. Lapsang Souchong is you guys uh, for pairing with cigars. Mm. <laughs>
0: And I have I have never tried it, so I I do want to try it. Yeah. But just smelling it, cause cause I'm not really a big tea guy. But when you when you smell these these tea leaves in here, it's and it it honestly looks like um and I really can't show it on camera, but it when you look in here, if you guys are familiar with pipe tobacco, this looks like a deep almost black Cavendish yeah. tobacco, and it smells. It's it's really got this this uh, charred oak barrel uh, hickory kind of smell to it, but it's also. um, Yeah, it's it's also almost like if you know what molasses smells like a little bit, it sort Mm. of smells like what what I would think molasses smells like. So kind of smoky molasses. It's really got a great smell to it.
1: And it was actually, it was one of the things that hooked me on the show, The Mentalist. If anybody watched The Mentalist, uh, the the main character of, of that show, uh, uh, Patrick Jane, always made tea in just about every episode. And if it was a choice, he always had Lapsang Souchong. Oh, this is
0: a really good one. Kevin's saying iced tea with lemon and Cameroon wrapper is fine. I have to hmm. try that. So, Kevin, I gotta ask you, do you because I am not a southerner, so I actually don't like sweet tea, and I know I'm gonna catch a lot of heat for that. So, Kevin, are you talking unsweetened brewed iced tea with lemon, or are you talking southern sweet tea? Um, John is saying turbo jet breakfast blend with the McAuliffe, Connecticut. That I have to put on my list. Uh triple latte no with Connecticut. Tea.
1: Oh yeah. No yeah. sweet. tea.
0: Okay. Yeah. So you're, Regular you and I are tea. in the same boat. Yeah. I, I've just, I I've, I've just never liked sweet tea. I grew up, my mom would brew sun tea, you know, on the yep. back porch and yep. we just didn't put sugar in it. That's, that's the way I grew up. So yeah. Uh, sweet tea. I actually find way too,
1: I went to Atlanta way too sweet. And I'm pretty sure I had diabetes for like three days. Yeah. I had, cause I wanted to do like um, it was the first time I really had an opportunity to go out, do some real, like get real Southern grits, got the collard greens, got, you know, um, I did some, you know, pig's feet. I did, you know, some real Southern things and I wanted to try for real sweet tea. Holy balls.
0: Yeah. It hurts for me. It hurts my teeth. It is so sweet. Um, and people, those of you who love sweet tea. Go yeah. for all day long. Yeah. Go for it. I'm not I, judging you. Yeah, it's just not my. It doesn't mm-hmm. doesn't work for me. It's not it's my cup sweet. of tea. Um, and here's the. A... <laughs> Good night, folks. We'll see you later. We'll
1: see you later. Don't unfriend me.
0: No. <laughs> um, this is one of the weird things, though. Is I am actually, you know, you can tell by my waistline ever expanding as it is that I love sugar. I mean, I am a sugar holic. I actually, I would say. You know, for for me, my re- thing if if I'm gonna go into recovery for something, it's gonna be for sugar, and mm-hmm. I don't I I mean that literally. It's it's like I, but there are some things when they're too sweet, I can't stand them. Yeah, and iced tea is one of those things. Root beer, for me, I'm not a big. I don't really like it. Oh, I unless love it. unless it's poured over ice cream, <laughs> and then of yeah. course that's you know. super sweet. But just the drink itself, I'm not.
1: Yeah. So I think for me, my favorite root beer is, um, uh, oh my gosh. Why am I bringing nineteen
0: nineteen?
1: No, that's like number four for me. Cause it's so sweet. They sell it in cans now they do. Yeah. I don't think I got a little disappointed. Yeah. I don't know about that. Um, cream soda, Chuck, same thing. Uh, oh, it's called, uh, <sighs> starts with a W. Whoa, why am I? Whoa, 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 whoa. Why, it's like a German name, w- Wunderschlager. Yep, that's it. <laughs> Nailed it. Um, the best mass produced root beer, in my opinion, Sprecker. That is a really good root beer. It's not too sweet, and um, yeah, it's just good stuff. Brownies I agree root. about the
0: cream soda um cream soda i do like because there's there are some brands that aren't as sweet of cream soda but usually they're usually you're having to go to like the the small companies that make just little small Mm -hmm. batches of of cream soda
1: wine Um, hearts it's called wine hearts wine
0: hearts there you go um so if uh if the wheel would have landed for me on rum it was going to be one of my go-to rums, uh, Florida, Konya 12. Um,
1: Chad, you got it. Henry Winehart, there you Yeah. Go. The delay, I think I beat you, but it is Henry Weinhart.
0: And if the wheel for me would have landed on bourbon, uh, I have a number of bourbons in the house, but I was going to go with four roses single barrel because it's just, I'm just going to smell, just get a little, get a little whiff. Oh, yeah, it's just—it's nice, just—it's nice. just, got butterscotchy.
1: Mm-hmm. It is very butterscotchy.
0: Yeah, there's something about Four Roses single barrel that has such a such an intense butterscotch note to it.
1: The only so okay, I was 17 when I quit drinking, and the I'm pretty sure the best alcohol I had in 1995 was um, if anybody remembers the movie Swingers. remember swingers (laughs) great movie and uh john favreau is in the casino and you know drinker he comes around and (laughs) yeah and he's like uh glenn levitt glenn any glenn will do
0: yeah glenn glenn levitt glenn fiddick any any glenn any any glenn Glenn.
1: and so after that i was like i gotta get i gotta get some glenn levitt and so um we had glenn levitt and i i'm pretty sure i wasted like a 30 dollar glass of booze at that time I was 16 and yeah who
0: you, you know, thought you were a baller you're I 16 did. you're like you get a glass of fancy scotch and and you probably just shot it did I did it? oh yeah well yeah.
1: no 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 I didn't shoot it okay I tried to drink it um but you know here's you know the the mindset between somebody who can appreciate something and this could be age it could be addiction it could be a lot of factors I was not in a place to really appreciate a lot of that, you know, and the same as with cigars, you guys, if you, if you're finding yourself going outside to hammer down a cigar, you might want to think about it because these are not meant to be hammered down. If that's
0: all you're doing, right. If that's all you're
1: doing. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to get on anybody's case. No. Yeah. Um, these should be enjoyed at the speed in which they like to be smoked. Yeah. And, um, you know, the environment has a lot to do with how you enjoy a cigar.
0: It really does. And one of the things, so Chuck is saying everything pairs with four roses. That is, that is true. I'll, there are some, I would say there are some beverages, especially s- distilled spirits, barrel aged distilled spirits because they're so intense. You could just about pair anything with them, and it'll work. And there are some, um, there are some other beverages that are so intense. I mean, I know that there are some chais, mm. and and um, um, then there's also this. This uh, I hope we're not having a connection issue. If we're having a connection issue, just bear with us. Um, there are some, uh, and we're still on this other. Uh, What's the, the green beverage matcha? Oh, yeah. I don't know the first thing about matcha. So if anybody knows, please train me and teach me about matcha because I don't know the first thing about it. So have you had it? I have. What is it? So what is like if you had to compare it to something, what does it taste like?
1: Well, you it's like saying what does what does uh, tea taste like?
0: OK, so it's its own thing. There's altogether. there's
1: many different recipes. There's different fermenting. Things. OK, so it's a fermented drink. Okay. And there's a in like um you know how some people have like these these friendship bread, um bags oh, yeah, that, yeah. that they'll do with you know the the starter breads and stuff. People do that with matcha as well, you know. So there's there's many varieties of matcha. Um, I had it once, and uh, I didn't leave the bathroom for. Ooh okay a long time so i just knew that it didn't agree with me maybe it was and it wasn't that wasn't a homebrew one it was a it was a store-bought one yeah um so
0: and that and sometimes the body the digestive system will react to fermented things right it could be it just depends on the way your body reacts to it yeah and like you said it could have been a bad one it could have just been your body getting used to it yeah but it is definitely on my list of things to try i'm not gonna lie it scares me because drinking anything that's that green just seems
1: well, especially like if you and, ever and watch like how like somebody prepares it. So yeah, um, there's a, there's a top, I don't even want to call it a film, but it's like a film, but the film can sometimes look like this wax cake that yeah. they have to peel back. Yeah. You know, cause of the, you know, fermentation, but yeah. sometimes, that looks freaking gross.
0: Yeah, I've seen it made on YouTube and things like that, and it it scares me a little. But I want to try it just to it's because super healthy. The fact is, I may try it and love it, and it's my new jam. But right. until I actually, it's it's just like that first time, you know, you know, taking that bungee jump. Mm-hmm. You know, this mm-hmm. the second, third, and twelfth time are easy, right. but it's that first time. Yeah you know, it's, it's, it's even just like walking into a premium cigar shop for the first time saying, okay, I'm going to try one of these cigars. It's that first time you go in there, you know, it's like, I have no idea what to expect. I'm a little scared. You know, I have no idea what I'm doing, but I'm going to try it. Um, and and the same thing was true for me with some distilled spirits, you know, because when you're younger, for me, when I was younger, it was just the cheapest thing, whatever they had in, in the rail, you know, whatever the, 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 the bottom rail was at the, at the bar it was what I could afford as a college student Um, who, you know, at the time I thought Bud Light was, you know, crap here. Um, is it in a plastic bottle? A, yeah. Yeah. The, if, is that vodka or, is or oh, is that Scotch spelled with a K S <laughs> K O C H. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll have, I'll have some of that. My first Scotch experience was horrible because it was at a bar and somebody just gave it to me. It was in a plastic cup probably poured out of a plastic bottle
1: made um, in idaho
0: uh, yeah made in idaho or alabama or something i didn't try scotch again for over 20 years um and then i had to ease my way back into it um so it's just trying those new things um like candela wrap cigars that's something mm-hmm. we got to put on the on the uh the old, the roulette wheel is candela because that could really imagine so imagine this matcha and a candela that might you gotta have a clear path to the bathroom is all i'm saying well and
1: it could be that the matcha just got in my stomach and was like oh my gosh we got a (laughs) lot of work to do guys this dude is screwed up and it could have been a healthy outing you know uh but
0: so right before next time we do pairing roulette we should have matcha on the drink wheel and we should have candela on the cigar wheel i'm game and we should each eat a sack of White Castle before the show. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I will bring the depends. Stay tuned. Stay tuned because this could set YouTube and okay, and then Facebook also history.
1: Then we also need to have fireball on oh. the wheel
0: for you. Oh, no, no, fireball. I don't like fireball. I love cinnamon and I love whiskey, but fireball is horrible. Uh, there are some. There are some very good cinnamon whiskeys out there. Fireball is not one of them. No. Fireball is mm. is like, cinnamon. It, it's like lighter fluid with the the slightest essence, of, of like, candy store cinnamon. Hmm. It's bleh,
1: It's awful. Um. Somebody once described it as a cinnamon Mike and Ike with, um turpentine i
0: would say that's about right that's about right i have i have only tried fireball neat twice and i should have learned my lesson the first time because it was so so bad and you know i i tried to like it i really tried to like it but
1: you know we should do that I show like I, we uh we split a crave case uh <laughs> we have uh we have coffee and matcha and the first person who has to dip out of the studio loses.
0: <laughs> and like a LFD digger, <laughs> some intensely strong cigar, like a LFD digger, or or a, a tatuahe pork tenderloin, or something, you or know? that
1: new one by Stallone.
0: Oh yes, yeah the the quadruple laharo, whatever yeah. it is, yeah. seven, seven, sorry, seven Lajeros. seven
1: laharos.
0: Yeah, that's you guys keep your eyes open for that we're gonna have more news coming about this that might be a good
1: uh april 1st yeah (laughs)
0: um the one of the things that that i have learned a lot about um my own palate especially this was interesting after covid after you because you and i were both pretty sick with covid Mm -hmm. at different times but when i had that that sort of sick period afterwards for six weeks or Dude, eight weeks were, yeah. where I couldn't taste anything at all. Mm-hmm. Um, that was really frustrating for me. And it was cool when kind of the lights started to slowly come back on in my palate afterwards, because it's, it happened incrementally, you know, where yeah. it got 10% better yes. and then 20% better. And it was interesting because, as I started feeling better, you know, there were, there was a long period of time where I was like, I don't want to touch any alcohol because it just made me feel horrible. Mm-hmm. So then gradually I, you know, I'd have, I'd have a little bit of gin cause gin is actually naturally sort of settling to the stomach and it settles the system a little bit cause of the botanicals in there. So I'd start with a little bit of gin and then um, you know, move into like the milder scotches and some of the milder bourbons and and rums that are on the sweeter side, and also start with cigars that were really on the mild spectrum. This Nat Sherman Sterling is one of those examples. Um, you know, those like Monte Cristo Whites and Ashton Classics and um, uh, Fuente Chateaus. Yeah, you know that that have really mild flavor profiles that have the, the, um, the natural sweetness that we've been talking about. And it was cool along the way to feel my palate kind of wake up. And each time after about a week or so, I would get more things, you know, happening, you know, like tasting the sweet and the bitter and the salty and all that, where it, it almost, you know, cause you start on with the flavor senses on the front of the tongue. And then as it goes around to the back of the pallet, it kind of happened in that progression. And it was it was kind of fun to experience, although. Don't ever get sick with COVID because it absolutely blows.
1: Well, and I did a I did a thing on Saturday. I got my microchip.
0: Oh, you got your microchip. I did get my microchip. Nice.
1: yeah, Nice. And it's just the one microchip. So, OK, I got the I got the J&J microchip. All right. So the
0: so I mean, there's no need for me to give out my address anymore. Because right. the government knows where yeah, where I'm you sorry. are right now.
1: I'm sorry. That's all right. I don't mind. Um, I had a little fever and uh, didn't feel very good on Sunday, but I'm fine today. It was good, Omar. So uh, I just What's looked up, up Omar. I just looked up the that green tea. I had never heard of that before, and it's spaz is that what it's steez. called? Oh, Stees. And it it looks really delicious and it's affordable. Right on. So, uh, looks good. I may have to try that. Do they sell it anywhere locally? Um,
0: I agree. So, Omar says Dunn Brothers Nitro is amazing with cigars. I agree. Oh. Although I haven't tried Dunn Brothers Nitro, um, the Nitro from um, uh, Blackout Coffee. Uh, oh, really? In, in Minneapolis. Yeah. Blackout Coffee in Minneapolis. Their Nitro with cigars. Uh, I had a. It was one of the my fathers. I think it was the uh, Le Bijou with some some nitro from uh, Blackout Coffee. Incredible because that nitro, that little sort of, it gives it that sort of creamy, um, not fizzy, but sort of livens up the. Yeah, it really does. Nitros.
1: If you guys have never tried a nitro, uh, try it. It's, yeah it's a totally different experience I, I love I love the nitros. it's fun
0: so Omar says cub has those yeah those teas so we gotta try that absolutely um so let's uh I'm trying to look at what time it is here no we're good yeah we're, we're, good. we're good so this things. beer um just to check in kind of on on flavors and the way the pairing's going this beer because like I said it's a really mild american style lager um the cigar is winning as far as in the pairing you know the duet yeah it's it's balanced but definitely this it's more it's like 60 40 the cigar okay. is you know the cigar is getting 60 percent of my palate and the beer is getting 40 percent. but it is because it's so humid and muggy and hot today i mean for minnesota you know for those of you who live in florida or or Texas, it's nothing. But for us today, it was pushing 90 degrees. Yeah. And really, the humidity is starting to go like this. If you don't know, Minnesota is basically a big swamp. So it gets crazy humid around here. But now we're going to go into another roller coaster. We are. For the next week, we're going to have highs in the mid to high 50s. Yeah. So,
1: I mean, that's. Daniel brings out a really good point. I want. A good ginger beer to pair with something, but it kills anything you're smoking because good ginger beer yeah, is strong ginger beer.
0: It is. Yeah. Especially if it's quality, because right. if it's made with with fresh
1: ginger and it, there's chunks and shit in it. Yeah, that's what I want.
0: Because if you've had really good, high quality um, Asian foods that mm-hmm. have that that actually use real ginger. Yep. It's It stays on the palate. Yeah. And it's a very, it's, it's, cause I may be, oh, I may be wrong about this. I think it's in the same type of family of plant as horseradish. Correct. So it's, it's, it has a brightness that, that almost sort of coats and not like capsaicin, but.
1: Right. It, 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 it's more about it activates your sinus yeah, more than your palate. More than
0: your palate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, ginger beer, uh, I typically, have ginger beer for myself in cocktails like mule type cocktails where you've got your your liquor of choice and then lime juice and ginger beer so the most popular of course being the Moscow uh, the Moscow mule which is vodka lime juice and ginger beer um and that people call them different things basically I just put a different location on the name mule so Kentucky mule is bourbon and Mexican mule is tequila and so on and so forth. Okay, That's just my, it just helps me keep it straight so I remember what's what.
1: Is it a Japanese mule?
0: Um, You could use Japanese whiskey, yeah. Or even
1: like a or sake? S-
0: Saki, you could use, uh, although I'm not a fan of, uh, maybe I've just never had any good sake, but I'm not a fan.
1: Of any rice,
0: mm, whiskeys? Not that I've tried, no. Not that I've tried. They have a, uh, they have a, f- a sweetness to them, but it's like a funky mm. sock drawer kind of, mm-hmm. I know that sounds weird, but no, like, I get it. You know, that sort of I like do. you, you open this old drawer, you know, that's got like grandpa's old socks in it. That mm-hmm. sort of musty mothball, mothbally, mothball-y kind of mm-hmm. that. I don't know. That's what I've gotten from sake. Maybe I have never had any good stuff. So if you guys know about sake, let me
1: know. Yes, Chad, I do eat pieces of shit for breakfast. Just kidding. <laughs>
0: may go lay by the bay eat some hay <laughs> i just may what do you say <laughs> uh, you eat you eat pieces of shit for breakfast
1: no no all right
0: i uh, regress
1: so uh quick little uh trip uh tiktok adam sandler put out a tiktok the other day and he did he did the happy Gilmore. The Happy
0: Gilmore swing. He said, I
1: haven't sun- I haven't done this in years.
0: Yeah. And he said after he hit the and he he said he hit it pretty well. Yeah. He could be full of shit, but he said he could hit be. it pretty well. But it looked good. And then he walks up to the camera and he's like, I'm coming for you, shooter. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty hilarious. It was good. Um, I don't know what this means. The hot sizzler. The hot sizzler. I'm pretty sure that's an um, urban
1: dictionary thing that I don't that might
0: see? Is that like the Green Bay Butter churn? I think so. So if you guys just, I'm not gonna say anything else about it on the show. Just go to Urban Dictionary and look up Green Bay butter churn. That's all I'm saying. Now we're moving on. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, me- <laughs> meet me you at the Sizzler. Sizzling. Oh yeah, got it. Yes, Happy Gilmore. Yep. Um. So yeah, so the the pairing with this uh, Nat Sherman Nat Sherman Sterling and the beer is very good. Um. And the uh, and this beer is actually. Kona Brewing Company. They sell a variety pack, and I buy them multiple times throughout the year because it's got a couple IPAs in it. It's got um, it's got an American ale, and it's got this American style lager. Uh, they're all very drinkable, very tasty, um, not super high ABV, and inexpensive. Uh, and I think they have a good good product. So
1: we should do a, a uh, we should do a ghetto um, a ghetto. Uh, roulette. ghetto, ghetto roulette where there's like, um, uh, so we get some Mickey grenades. We get some old E and a 40, um, and we get some MD 2020 MD or 2020. 40, yep. And then I'll do some, like, um, I can do purple drink. Yeah. I can do, um, uh, Fago Fago. <laughs> yes.
0: That it, was, it, I, I, I Used to love that back in the day because we could get them for, I think, when I was a kid, we could get the the plastic bottles of Fago for a nickel a piece
1: and an orange uh slushy. Oh, yes, and an orange slushy, and yeah. a, in a in a big gulp, big gulps, huh, guys?
0: And for the cigars, we'll have backwoods, we'll do backwoods, black and milds, and um, um, grenadiers,
1: yeah, we'll do grenadiers or uh, um uh grape swishers. Ooh, I don't know if I can do that. Paired with the grape drink. That I don't would... I don't think I can do that. Especially Saint, Saint Ives. Saint Ives. <laughs> absolutely Kool-aid. <laughs> Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid Kool-Aid. Yep. Gosh. There's so many things we can do with this.
0: Dragon's oh. milk, yes, John. Dragons. Have I tried dragon's milk? I yes. Know what that is. So it's uh uh it's um from Uh, don't tell me, don't tell me the brewing company. Shoot. I can't remember the name of the brewing company. Um, dragon's milk. It's a stout, an Imperial stout. And at one point, um, asylum made a dragon's milk cigar that was made to pair with, um, with the dragon's milk stout. And, uh, it's a milk stout. And it's uh, really like, it's one of those beers that you could almost like stand a spoon up in. It's so dense and thick and oh, really? dark. You can't even like, like picture Guinness, but dark. Like it's dark, dark. Um, Cause when I picture it's really Guinness, good. it's pretty damn dark. And they do, they do pair well together. Actually, they
1: did a good job blending that cigar to pair with the, um, with the beer. And so for me, This LaCroix, every time I drink it, it really clears the palate. And this cigar just stands way out. And this is a medium cigar. And I get all of that medium. It's almost going to a full uh, because I have nothing else on my palate. And if you really want to appreciate just the entire flavor of a cigar, do something with some acid or citrus in it. And it really cleanses each, each draw you take. It's yeah. fantastic.
0: So Kevin says the, the Blanton cigar is no bueno. I yeah. haven't tried it, but I don't, I have no doubt that you're right. So we had the blind, do you remember the one? <laughs> oh, do I remember so the one? So this was a show that Andrew was also on and we did the blind cigar swap and Garrett gave me a cigar. And I think, I. Uh, I think I took three puffs off the cigar and I had, and I threw it on the garage floor. I said, I can't keep going. And it turns out that it was the Maker's Mark infused cigar from Gurkha. And no disrespect to Maker's Mark or to Gurkha, it was horrible. So it's just not for me. Um, There are some cigars, you know, that have. A little hint of barrel aged, mm-hmm. like the diesel whiskey row, yes, and uh, some of the Camacho American barrel yep. aged or Nicaraguan barrel aged, um, the La Aurora barrel aged, and many more. Uh, even I, I mean, Fuente Añejos, yep. they're you know the the aged in uh, cognac barrels. Yep. So there are many examples of that, but that just pulls in a just a tiny hint of sort of that sweetness and right. woodiness from the barrel. It's not like the infused, like what, it, it's like if, you know the laboratory where they try to make artificial flavors? Correct. If, if one of those laboratories was to sit down and be given the task of creating uh, artificial flavor that tasted like whiskey, that's the grossness that I taste in cigars that are actually like whiskey soaked or whiskey infused. Yeah,
1: and the King Louis is different. Um, that one is actually enjoyable to me.
0: Isn't that like, well, according to their price line, isn't that supposed, supposed to retail for $26,000 per stick or something? No,
1: no, 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 no. It's like, it's like 19 bucks. Oh,
0: okay. There was, they have one cigar though, that they, stupid. it it actually supposedly retails for something like $19,000 per cigar or something, which it's not going to happen, but I wasn't sure if that was the same. No. Okay.
1: Nope. So you can, uh, yeah, you can pick them up They're it's a you know, um, it's like a dessert cigar every once in a while, um, kind of like a leather rose or you know something else that, or the higher end acids. And Kevin says try orange juice. So mm-hmm. this is interesting. This is um,
0: uh, Bear Duplissy and the guys from Cigar Federation do a couple times a year. They do a sort of a blind pairing show, and there was a. There was one time that um, I actually was on a show with Trip from Cigar Federation uh, and Bear, on on Bear's show, Oso Fumar Takes. And because it was a booze show, it was just me, um, since Garrett doesn't drink. Mm -hmm. And Trip brought that up. He said, try orange juice with a cigar. And I told him that I would, and I still haven't. So Trip, I'm sorry. And Kevin... Thank you for reminding me of that because I've, he said that it is surprisingly good it pairing is. a cigar with orange juice. And it is. I've never
1: tried it. It seems unnatural.
0: Yeah. So that is on, I have to try that because again, he said it's great. So, and it's totally unexpectedly great. Yeah. So I have to remember that on my list of things to try. Well,
1: let's pull up the wheels again. I'm ready yeah. for, I'm ready for round two. I know you're still going on your round one, but I'm, I'm ready. Well, for I can always, two.
0: I, I, yeah, we can, uh, we can spin the wheel again. Let's uh, let me pull this up here and right. get it shared.
1: All right, so I'm doing round two, and let's see what I'm drinking. Come on, oh, yep. come, on tea. come on, tea, juice, uh, juice, What juice. I have orange juice
0: in the house. I'm pretty sure I can go in and get it.
1: Well, I want to do a pairing one. Rojo. Um, yep.
0: Yep. The My Father Fonseca. Okay. Let's nice. Go, let's go back. To... So let's go back and we'll get you a different, uh, we'll get you a different beverage. Uh, let's go back and round and round and round she goes. Coffee. Boom. There you go.
1: That's a that pairing. should be a
0: great pairing actually. Cause I've had that cigar many times with coffee and since you already did your pairing on the cigar, we'll, <laughs> uh, so let me also choose a new pairing round and round. She goes, I'm going to give this one a little time. Let it breathe. Um, uh, going. No, see, I can't do the juice.
1: I like it the juice. Do you like the juice. Do you like the juice. I like it the juice. You guys old enough to remember that? You like it the spice. I like it the spice.
0: I do this twelve times in a row, and I get orange juice every time. I'm gonna say scotch. Yeah, it's it's mostly well. We'll uh, mm, say scotch. I'm gonna say scotch just because I want it to say scotch. <laughs> 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 All right, uh for my wrapper. Oh, that is dead center. Isn't is no, that that's more, more broadleaf? Is that more broadleaf? Yeah. Okay, scotch and broadleaf it is. Scotch and broadleaf it is. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. Uh yeah, we'll we have to fine tune the wheels a little bit. Get them uh get them working
1: just right. Our, um the penguins are an O T. Oh, nice. Second OT. Ooh.
0: All right, Scotch. So as mentioned already, this is the Glen Kinchey 12-year. Right there. Beautiful. And we'll do a nice little, just a little pour.
1: Not too much. Now coffee is, is cool because it's a, it's a dual threat. It has a lot of acid in it. Um, So it, it can, yeah, it can, it can have a lot of acid that helps to not coat your mouth with uh, a flavor, but this one, we're going to, we're going to see, I got to get the, you got to get the hole on the right side. If you know what I mean? (laughs) Hey, (laughs) Oh. still warm it is these cups are
0: great yeah and and that's one of the things so for coffee um when guys who do uh coffee tasting they actually call it cupping so (laughs) it's it's actually what it's called guys who taste coffees for a living they call it cupping um temperature is important because the warmth the the heat of the coffee a lot of it is is through the nasal passages, just like cigars. So you want the steam coming off of the coffee to carry oh, the aromas. Nice. Is that a good pairing? Nice. <laughs> so for those of you, and again, this I'm I'm on the journey learning distilled spirits. You know, along with everybody else, I'm no expert by any means. But with distilled spirits, um, scotch, bourbon, rye, things like that, I've learned by from many online and others just a couple of drops of filtered water clean spring water just a couple of drops and what does that do so everybody that i've heard talk about this is it opens up the the beverage it opens up the the distillate and gets all of the flavors and aromas flowing better okay so it sort of unlocks them and and i don't really like drinking things on the rocks um if if you drink it on the rocks, then as the ice melts, it sort of naturally dilutes it. But just a couple drops, it tells I, I've heard from so many that it just opens it up. Oh, I can smell it. That smells amazing. And this, yeah, this scotch has such a I mean, you can oh. It's like floral and citrusy and it is very bright. Yeah, it's really frontal and bright.
1: but this cigar Mm. with coffee what's cool is you get two experiences so when you're pairing you get you get the experience of of the cigar you you take your draw of your cigar and you get this combination of either you know coffee or the cigar and then there's this kind of imagine what it looks like when when you maybe pour some milk or something into coffee and there's that mm. swirling thing. That's kind of how I imagine the flavors in my mouth because all of a sudden that coffee comes through and it really complements the cigar. This is one that, you know, this is a medium roast. Yeah. Um, so it's it's not espresso or anything too dark or heavy that's going to kill the flavors. And it it marries very, very well. And it's a simple...
0: Like I said, it's a it's not a fancy, you know, boutique roaster or anything. Yeah. But it's a good it's like a... it's picture it like your budget cigars. I you know, am like uh like right? the house. Oh, Pinky's out. Like the picture your, your favorite cigar shop and you go in and they've got the they've got their house bundle where it's unbanded. You know it's made at a good cigar factory, but it's it's not a branded cigar name and it's so this kind of like Pike Place Roast or some caribou blends or things like that. Um, I'm not saying go like bottom, bottom, bottom of the barrel, like Folgers or Sanka or some ridiculous crap like that. International. International House of Wait, Maxwell House.
1: Well Maxwell House, but there's what that was international. There's that there's those tins. What were those?
0: Oh the um, oh yeah, the uh oh. help us out. Oh yeah, they had the flavored coffees in yeah. those little short square tins, yes. guys. What leave it in the comments? What the hell were those called? Um
1: gosh, we're old.
0: Uh they had the they always had the they always had the commercial with the ladies on the front porch, yes. you know, having these like experiences or whatever. Um <sighs>
1: uh, so yes, right this
0: is the Postani broadleaf
1: international delight
0: international delights thank you very much chad um so since i got on the wheel i got broadleaf and scotch so i am lighting up uh the postani broadleaf and this is this is a very well-aged postani broadleaf this is an og this is from the first release year ever of postani broadleafs which i think was 2015
1: so nescafe was also
0: oh nescafe yeah
1: was also kind of in that same but the, uh, the the
0: international delights were the, the ones in, in the little square
1: in those tins. Tins, yeah. And uh... um, so, like I was saying, this has two experiences. You you draw a couple times on this. You take a sip of coffee, and after each, if it's the cigar or if it's the coffee, you have this totally amazing experience that you taste the coffee first, and then it. And it does that little swirl (sighs) yeah kevin's pissed about the orange juice you know what Hmm. if if we would have had the oj here i would have totally done it yeah but i wanted to pair something and not just have a, a a cleanser and for me orange juice does that a little bit more than it pairs um Not as much as like the water I was drinking or some of the other citrus, citrusy things. There is a a flavor pairing that does happen, but it's not as strong as like a coffee or this tea that I was going to drink. We'll do it. We will get to it on the the next one.
0: this, I mean, obviously I'm going from a Nat Sherman Sterling, (laughs) Connecticut Shade, mild Lancero to a now five or six year old... Costani broadleaf this thing has not lost a step as far as the pepperiness and the that natural broadleaf i love broadleaf sweetness that's it's like you know it reminds you of really really dark chocolate like those you buy those little uh what are those little squares the of choc Ghirardelli
1: oh yeah the The
0: like the 70 percent the really super dark ones that's what this reminds you of with mm-hmm. you know like peppery spicy kind of notes and with this with this scotch which is actually a milder scotch um but it's it's still scotch so what saying milder scotch is like you know saying mild hot sauce there's still going to be some spice to it
1: so uh, Tarkov from uh, our Twitch stream is asking, "Why does my boss like to break apart his cigars and chew them?" That's an interesting question. I don't know. I don't know why he breaks them up. I, I, um, there are some cigars that I will let go out, and I will just, yeah, if I'm if I'm doing something, yeah. But I've never seen anyone. I
0: do know some guys who will, if they're in a place where they can't smoke. They will, but they are regular cigar smokers. They'll have a cigar right there, yeah. all day, and it, until they can light it up. And then, when they're able to light it up, they will light it up. In the end of it, and I knew an old timer way back in the '80s, who he was—he was he a was guy who would always go into the barber shop, and he always had a stogie in his mouth, you know, popping out the side there. And when he would. Take a puff on it and take the scar out. You would look at the end of the cigar, yeah, where where you know the smoking end of the cigar, and it would be like flat and have teeth marks and be like dripping with saliva. Yes. And I was like, okay, that's that's disgusting. Yeah, but I don't. I mean, hey,
1: however you enjoy when you, cigar. When
0: you buy the cigar, you get to do with it what you please. Yep,
1: and I will not judge you on it. I mean, if that's how you enjoy a cigar,
0: yeah, awesome. And do your thing. This, so this scotch here.
1: So, John, give it to us. What is something that enhances the flavor of a cigar for you? And Kevin, I couldn't agree more dark chocolate, like we're talking 80% or more. Really dark.
0: Oh, that scotch with the broadleaf. Yeah. Because the scotch, even though it's milder, it has a long finish. Okay. So, and it's got sweetness, but it's bright sweetness. And the cigar, is like darker sweetness ah. so they actually sort of contrast each other pretty well it's nice i love it
1: and the cool part like so all now you know i've puffed on this a few times and now i'll go back to the coffee and it's coffee and coffee is delicious and then the cigar mm. and the marriage
0: and the the retro so again I was smoking the Nat Sherman Sterling, Connecticut Shade, mild. The retrohale on that was really smooth. So I could literally let the whole draw push it out of my nose without any bite to it. But this Postani Broadleaf, because there's laharo in there and there's a lot of things going on. I can do the retrohale and there's a lot of stuff going on there, but I can't do it as much because it's really spicy. And you feel that, that singe in the nostrils. So do the you know the stronger the cigar, the more full body the cigar is. If you're not used to retrohaling, take your time, just a little, you know, a little bit at a time. Uh just the tip, you know, just for a second, just see how it feels. Mm-hmm. Um, a light coffee with a Connecticut cigar that I agree with. Blonde mm-hmm. roast, Blonde Roast Um can go really nicely with a Connecticut. Yep. Um, but honestly, espresso can also, depending on the blend. If it's like ultra super mild um, Connecticut shade, like maybe a Monte Cristo white, I think sometimes an espresso can can push too hard.
1: Oh, for sure. Or, in, you know, um, my my go to favorite Connecticut of all time is the um, <laughs> it's that one. You know, you know the one. The connecticut yep that's your go-to
0: wow why is it brain fart monday right now it is brain fart monday i've been that way all day it's uh i'm trying to think through your it's a white label um the ashton thank you yeah the ashton Ashton classic
1: Classic. yeah um the ashton classic is uh, a very mild cigar, but has so many wonderful flavors in it. And if you hit it with any, if you pair it with anything, you know, harder than a light coffee or anything, it'll get lost. So for me, that one is a a tea or a water or, you know, one of the sparkling waters I just had. One also
0: that, um, the, that Davidoff Yamasa. Oh yeah. With honestly, that's, that's one of those really sort of, surprising cigars it's a really bold blend and that cigar surprisingly there it is i was actually surprised because i've had that cigar a number of times in different vitolas that cigar pairs well with a lot of different things i've had that cigars with or i've had that cigar with some pretty you know pretty intense spicy rise mm-hmm uh, like whistle pig, and um, I've had it with espresso, and I've had it with um, it, Dominican coffee. With because the Dominican coffee, if you have it there in Dominican Republic, they brew it so strong, it's almost like Cuban coffee. Where even though I like black coffee, that coffee was so strong, I had to have milk in it. Sure. And a yamasa with Dominican coffee and milk is crazy good. So if you and if you can't get your hands on Dominican coffee um cuban coffee or um a a nicaraguan blend that's like really strong brew it extra strong and like to the point where it almost seems like too much and then uh when you pour a cup put in just plain milk um no skim milk please that's that's water that's lying about being milk it really is (laughs) and uh it's really it's really good it pairs pairs nicely with the amasá.
1: So fun story. I was maybe, I don't know, 21 or so. And um, I was doing an internship at this, at this place. And um, it was a correctional facility for young guys. And we had this farm um, next, next to our, uh, our place. And um, a couple of the staff were, we were meeting with this farmer to, you know, talk about potential chores and jobs that maybe some of the guys could do at this farm and uh, his wife had made us some coffee and, and uh, he said, Do you guys like milk in your coffee? And you know, a couple people were like, yeah, you know, really, you don't like some milk. He says, all right, follow me. Oh, straight up cup to the teat squirt. You guys, what was her name? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know but she I'm a was horrible person. I'm delicious. such a bad person.
0: Her, Bessie. Yeah. Bessie was her name. Um, yeah. If you haven't had raw milk and I mean like straight out of the cow raw milk, it's fantastic. You gotta
1: do it. You gotta do it. That was the first time for me. And you know, I, uh, I was all about it and it was yeah. you guys, the sweetness, yeah. the natural sweetness from raw milk. Do you know how much flavor you're missing? Yeah. Oh my god! When they
0: when they cook it in the factories, oh, it, it loses just, it loses so much. It loses a lot of that. Goodness. I never
1: knew milk was that like. Yeah. What we have in the stores is not milk. It's totally different.
0: Yeah, yeah. But if you, I mean, if you're if you're buying milk at the store, which my family and I we have, oh yeah, just store bought milk. Mm-hmm. You know, factory milk in the in the fridge. But we since actually since our our oldest son was born since, so, so since we first started having kids after a few months, our, it was actually our pediatrician that said, cause we had skim milk in the fridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause it's like, Oh, it's healthier. Well, our, our pediatrician said you need to stop drinking skim milk and put whole milk in your fridge. And then we were like, eh, sure. And then three or four other doctors said, yeah, you need to get the skim milk out of your fridge and start drinking whole milk. And we did. And uh, so it's close to 20 years now. That's, that's all we have. It's and the
1: sad part is um, unpasteurized milk is many times criminalized more I know. than some illegal drugs. That's true. That's and it's true. So jacked up. Yeah. And, you mm-hmm. know, I get that, you know, with a product like that, there does come some risk. But as long as you know that that's the risk you're taking, I'm willing to take it every time. So, yeah. Kevin, I'm going to need that number.
0: Yeah um there there are a couple places where you can get what they call i know nearby here there are a couple places you can get what's called uh low temp pasteurized where it doesn't go as high as the factory farms do okay it still approaches pasteurization temperatures but it's it doesn't cook to the mat out yeah
1: because that that top layer, that cream.
0: And it's not homogenized either. So it's not just pasteurization, not to get into a big milk rant here. It's not just pasteurization. It's also homogenization, where they use the machinery to basically make it so that they can't separate. Uh, and that was one of the best parts about when I was a kid, when we had milk from literally down the road, that it would separate. And then it's mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm going to make some ice cream. And you <laughs> just make your own homemade ice cream.
1: When's the last time? So, I mean, growing up as a kid, there's so many foods that I miss that I haven't had in a long time, like cottage cheese. Mm. We used to eat it all the time as kids. Yeah. I don't remember the last time I've had cottage cheese. We still do here. Do you really? Yeah. Good for you. Gosh. And and for us, um,
0: because we had people down the the road that had uh, cows and sheep and goats, we could try different kinds of milk. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were also lucky because we had... Some apple trees, some peach trees, uh, cherry trees, so we could make our own ice cream with pretty much anything and, and with strawberries. We had a lot of strawberries too. And uh, start a commune, but let's get crazy. A homemade ice cream with fresh peaches in it <sighs> is like forget about it. Seriously, just it, try it. If you ever get a chance, make some homemade ice cream and get some fresh peaches. And cut up the fresh peaches, put My it in the ice cream.
1: Peaches. It's fantastic. Peaches for free.
0: Peaches for free. Uh, there's a copyright strike. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, so, I th- is it?
1: Oh, is it, I think. I think so. I think. Yeah, I. Uh, I think it's time. I think it is time. Is it?
0: It is now time for this week's
1: Numero de los Muertos. <laughs>
0: And as always, Numero De Los Muertos is brought to us by our friends at Smoke In. Muertos brought to you by smoke in Garrett. What do you have for us this week?
1: Oh, This is going to be a toughie. Oh, I think
0: as always viewers, leave us some comments and uh,
1: some guesses and let's play along. All right. So <clears throat> this is a, this is a 10 year. So between 2009 and 2019 in North America, all right, in the United States only 14 people, died because of this in total or yearly average in total so 2009
0: to 2019 Mm -hmm. 14 people in the united states died from this yep that is a low numbers are always tougher i think i think low numbers are always tougher it can be all right 14 people in the u.s in the lat in between 2009 and 2019 died from this in the u.s in the u.s um skipping.
1: please let it be skipping is it skipping it please is, tell me it's skipping that's not oh sorry chad <clears throat> i don't think the cdc snake bits it is not i think it's probably more bites.
0: than more than 14. um is it medical It's always a great question to ask
1: um I mean, it can be maybe, or hmm, maybe not. So it's not an illness. I'll say that. Okay. It's not some obscure disease, but so I'm going to say, no, it's not, it's not medical. I think that'll give us, that'll get us Um, on wrong track,
0: uh, indoor or outdoor. Yes. Both, um, adults or children.
1: Um, actually, this one is all adults, okay, but it could literally affect anyone okay
0: that scotch goes so well with this cigar
1: I so John, I wanted a little bit more time on this one and you really just killed me. <laughs>
0: Did did John take away your fire?
1: He took away my fun.
0: Was that it? Was that the, is that the answer? Is it? It's water intoxication. No. Oh, Oh, you're talking like water poisoning. Yeah.
1: It's, it's called water intoxication. Wow. And uh, I think John was uh, probably not ask or guessing water. Maybe was asking if water was involved. And so, I maybe jumped the gun on giving it to him, but I'm going to give it to him anyway since I already kind of.
0: No, that. hey, he got it right as yeah. far as I'm concerned.
1: Um, so water intoxication has uh, taken 14 people in that 10 year period, and most of them were involved in um, either a marathon or working out or doing, you know, physical activities, where they drank a lot of water, trying to and. So here's, here's the interesting. Yeah. Fred houses was another part of that. Um, Mm. uh, people preparing for marathons that were training really hard that tried to overhydrate the thing about water is it actually doesn't after your eight ounces or your, um, your eight glasses of water every day that you're recommended. Um, Which is way too much water, by the way. It's a lot in a day. Um, Anything over that is no longer preventing things like heat stroke, cramping, um, or hydrating your body. They say that it is just um, for every hour of physical activity, a cup and a half of water. Um, Chad,
0: Chad, uh, I was going to mention this too. So. So Chad says, I remember when Nintendo Wii came out, a lot of radio stations had hold your pee for a Wii contest. They made people drink tons of water, and a girl died for it. And I think, I could be wrong, I think that was in Minnesota. Oh, really? Uh, one of the stations in Minnesota did that. I think they did it at the state fair. They had they had a, um, yeah, it was, yeah, it was, I think it was in Minnesota at the state fair. And I could, if somebody knows, put it in the comments, but. Um, yeah, there was a girl who died because they, they kept giving them water and whoever could wait the longest before they went to the bathroom would win this Nintendo Wii. And a girl ended up dying because of it.
1: Did she win though? Ooh, (laughs) too soon. Too soon. (laughs) Sorry. Um, so yeah, water and it, um, and the, one of the articles that I read from the male clinic said that. Um, after the recommended daily allowance of water that we should have, it's literally washing away your electrolytes Yeah, and other things. So,
0: well, and it puts stress on your kidneys, on your bladder, on God knows what else. And yeah, there's some systems you just can't put that much stress on.
1: Yeah. And, you know, people think that they're trying to, you know, prevent, um, you know the the cramping and the the heat stroke but at some point it goes to oh for flip sakes
0: Vegas won nothing oh that's you always want to score the first goal you always want to score the first goal and we did not so it's been I'm, a not, good run. I'm not saying it's over but we'll uh we'll see I,
1: I already said the fat lady saying
0: I mean we're only we're only 30. 28 minutes into the game so
1: yeah good times um who's in the
0: goal tonight i think talbot is again uh kevin if you know who's in goal for minnesota let us know i think talbot's in goal but um maybe it's uh uh what's his name uh not talbot dubnik no no not dubnik uh what's his name uh i'm thinking old school uh i don't remember yeah um so i think the lesson here is don't drink water d- don't drink water just drink whiskey and you'll be it's a lot safer i think isn't that the the lesson where we see the the, That's the, right. the more you know
1: oh yeah da, da, da. With the star
0: yeah with the star the mm-hmm. more you know drink just drink whiskey it won't get water poisoning
1: am i g the end of g no dr-
0: don't drink too much whiskey uh because then you get other kinds of poisoning um mm-hmm. but uh i was gonna say something else about oh so the whole the whole recommended thing oh rodine um, is in goal. rodine i have rather it. yeah we're done it was a nice run so the whole thing with drinking mm. the recommended and i put quotes around recommended uh oh. amount of water every oh tied up all right uh the recommended amount of water so they say eight and they say drink eight eight ounce glasses of water every day. If you've ever gone like on a diet program or a wellness program and tried that, I have tried that. I have too. It is not. You think, Oh, it's only, it's only eight glasses of water. I just try it sometime and get back to me on another show. Tell me how it went for you. Trying to drink eight glasses of water, eight, eight ounce servings of water every day for a week. It's not easy. Mm -mm. I was very surprised by it would, it would be like 30 minutes before bedtime. And I'm trying to choke down two more, you know, glasses of water. Um, It's not easy. You come, you honestly, I came to the point where I was, I hated water because it's, I I was in this program where I had to drink it. Um, I'm not saying water's not good for you because water is good for you. You know, just ask Ace Ventura when, when, in the second Ace Ventura movie when he's, like, fighting the alligator. Water's good. Oh, yeah. club, club, <laughs> And, uh, but, you know, just, I don't know. That was uh, that was a roundabout way of saying, that was this week's Numero, Numero de, los de los Muertos. <laughs> <laughs> it gives us eight 12-ounce beers, no problem. None. That is a true story. That is a true story. So, yeah, if I... If I want to drink eight eight ounce glasses of water a day that's a lot of work but eight beers no problem that is a true story so it's probably so I'm thinking that's what that says is I have a problem Mm. with water yep you do (laughs) um so let's since normally we do the at this point with our guest, we would do the lightning round. Mm-hmm. Um, let's just kind of give some closing thoughts about our cigars, about our pairings, about, um, and a, sort of about the future of pairing
1: roulette. The future, the future. Oh no, that's the dream sequence from Wayne's world. It is, you know, I, uh so quick side story uh, this weekend, went up to do some work on the cabin and on the way up, my nephew, who is 19, I think he's 19 years old, his playlist was amazingly eclectic. Oh, nice. And I was so impressed.
0: Just a personal playlist he put together yeah. on
1: Spotify? Yeah, exactly. And um, he played uh, one of the songs that it was. Um... <laughs> wow. Can't I shouldn't just be able to tell Bra- stories like this. Brain fart. Um, part part two, part it, three. It was the song that was played in Wayne's World by Tia Carrera. Um but oh, it was the, the original. Ballroom um, Blitz, Ballroom Blitz. yeah, Ballroom Blitz. And I was like,
0: the original is a great song.
1: It was so good,
0: yeah. And I can't remember who did the original. One hit wonder. it was,
1: um, yeah, but I was sitting there and I was like, What movie is this from? And then all of a sudden, I got a flash of Mike Myers' character trying to speak Cantonese to you. Yeah. And there it was Wayne's world. It was, it was a fun moment. Si
0: sa bin you remember that from Wayne's world? <laughs> si <sa bin> <laughs> uh, uh, I'll, I'll have the cream of someone, some young some guy. Young guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, so the future, this is one of the things that we're excited about with pairing roulette is as the, the idea started like brewing in my head—no pun intended. The it, I was just excited because we can honestly do anything. You can turn pairing roulette into anything. We can have, um, we can we can start with foods or chocolates or. Um, all different varieties of drinks. We can do brands of cigars. We and I've already said this, but it's just fun. It's exciting for the future. We can have more of these pairing roulettes, uh, and we can even have guests on the show where we have we send them some some cigars and and ask them to pick out some of their favorite beverages, uh, you know, to pair with us, and and we can have uh, a wheel with like ten different brands of cigars, and we have those on hand with us, ready to choose from, and. Um, you know, we could even honestly do it with this here. So here's an idea with pairing roulette, sort of not necessarily the roulette thing, but let's say we go and we do another live show from Sodis, mm-hmm. and that night while we're there, we ask, uh, you know, Scott or, or Zach or whoever's working the counter at Sodis, just say, go on the humidor and pick us out something. Yeah. And, I'm, you know, and, and, um, so the, the, the possibilities are endless. Uh, and we're excited for, you know, the future of pairing roulette. Um, this Postani broadleaf with scotch, I honestly now I want to fire another one of these up uh, someday and try it with a different scotch, like a, a, a little bit bolder scotch, like a, a Balvini double wood or something like that. Um, 2-1 Minnesota.
1: Yes! Uh, also, it's I'm not pretty over. sure we've lost half of the people who are like, The band was sweet, you know, not a one hit wonder. Yeah. Well, do you know what sweet looks like today?
0: Ooh, not so, not so sweet. Oh, the hair on the, the blonde, the blonde. Ooh, that's not going to, it's going to focus on our faces. Oh gosh.
1: Well, they're not looking too sweet these days. Just saying, but (laughs) to your point, yes, it was, it was sweet.
0: It was sweet. Maybe not so sweet anymore that that hair I gotta if that's real there's no way that's real that's got to be yeah, a wig. well
1: more power to you if that's real
0: does the carpet <laughs> <laughs> what? I couldn't resist does the carpet match the drapes Thanks, I guys. don't I don't care if the carpet matches the drapes and I don't uh, care about the carpet
1: my so my my parent this coffee and this cigar, you guys, if you haven't taken time, and I know a lot of people will enjoy a cigar with, you know, a beverage, no matter what it is, but take the time to really sit down and enjoy one another and see how that duet dances. It's so fun.
0: I do, I do need that wig. I do need <laughs> that wig. Yes. You never know. Ristafari 2022. We may, I don't know. I'm just saying. Um, and I might actually my goal at Ristafari twenty twenty two is to stay upright. That and, was your goal twenty twenty one. And awake and alive. That's my goal at Ristafari twenty twenty two. We'll see. We'll see how that works out for me.
1: Driving down there, I said, Do you want <laughs> me to help you with dialing it back and keep he was like, Yeah, you know, let's do it. And we had this plan in place yep, and we had a plan we did have a plan and he came up to me at one point. He was like, I'm good. I just want to let you know. I just had one more bite of the brownie and I'm good. Well, the guys were getting me like 30 minutes later, like, Oh, Matt's. Yep. So we'll, uh, we'll go on plan 2.0 for next year. Never again. (laughs) Never again. (laughs) Yeah. Kevin's.
0: I'm not chaperoning your ride.
1: (laughs) Kevin totally chaperoned that ride back to the motel. Yep, it was fantastic.
0: Yep, I had escorts. He did. I had escorts. I had Kevin and Garrett escorting me, but I I was under my own power. You were. I was surprised. I was under
1: my own power because getting you into the passenger seat, um, that was an experience. I and that's when I was like, I remember what? it. I was. It was. It was an
0: experience.
1: I I went and got Kevin, and I was like, I may I'll drive need you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll drive Thank you, Kevin. Uh... Yeah, so just come north and pick us up, and then we'll go back down you know uh (sighs) all right let's do this this week's uh this week's notable smokables and as always notable smokables is brought to us by our friends at ace prime ace prime cigars notable cigars notable passion notable purpose so my notable this week was an oldie but a goodie um so um Oh for the first time and I and I looked back through my pictures and my notes cuz I, I like a the nerd I am I pretty much take notes of every cigar I ever smoke and when I smoke it and all this and I'm pretty sure the last time I smoked one of these cigars before a few days ago was 2015 and that was a Drew Estate Nika Rustica and forever i i had forgotten honestly i sort of forgot about this cigar and then drew estate had their uh freestyle live when they unveiled the new underground 10-year anniversary yeah and they they also uh you know some rebranding and repackaging uh scenarios for the nika rustica
1: yeah and they said we're gonna you know this is a forgotten brand yeah we're going to give more attention to
0: so they uh, (laughs) um Drew Estate was very generous and sent us some samples of some of the new stuff. And one, one of them was the Nicarustica. And I was like, Oh my God, I haven't had one in forever. So I let it sit in the humidor for a little while and then fired one up, uh, yesterday or the day before. And, and thank you to our friends at Drew Estate. Mm -hmm. Um, and it, it, it's funny how aroma and people say this all the time. It really is true that aroma is one of the strongest sensory, uh, triggers of memory. And it took me back to when I was at the Drew Estate factory on Cigar Safari with the people from Cigar Dojo back in 2015, because we had a lot of those Nika Roosticas while we were there, uh, along with all the other Drew Estate stuff at the time. And um, I think that's part of the reason why I hadn't smoked one in so long. And it's it's not necessarily a cigar that, that lands perfectly in all the pockets of my palate, But it is a cigar that is extremely consistent. Yep. Um, It, if you like a cigar that is extremely bold and puts off. An insane amount. plumes and plumes of heavy, heavy smoke. This is a cigar for you. Um, and you know, I smoked it. It, even though it only had, I think three days or four days rest in my humidor. I trust my humidor, so I know it was in good condition. Um, and they were shipped with Boveda packs. Um, and it it took me back. It tasted like I remember it tasting six years ago. Yeah. So that's that's a good thing you can say about a cigar, is it tastes the same today as it did six years ago. So that was mine.
1: Consistency really means a lot it in does. this industry. It does. And uh, and that is one of the oiliest cigars. Oh, my hence, gosh. Hence yeah. the all the smoke. The foot smoke on it, like if... Like you can barely see this on camera, if at yeah. all. But if this was the Nika, you'd be like You would
0: see it. You would see the 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 foot smoke that rolls off of a Nika rustica is is visible from like space. <laughs> you can see it from space. You so can. um it, so if you haven't had one in a while, you know, reach back out on the shelf and try one. It's they taste like they did. and so they're very consistent.
1: And mine was also an oldie and goody goody. Um, I hadn't had one, I don't know, maybe 10 or 15 years and it was the El Rey Del Mundo that we just got. And, um, they went away for a little while. I don't remember what it was like, so I can't really talk about the, the, you know, the consistency or if this was a, you know, relaunch with a new blend or anything, I don't, I don't even know, but it was delicious. And, you know, it was a staple in many humidors. You would see that El Rey de Mundo in the, in the tissue paper.
0: Yeah. I got one right here. Yeah. This was in my grab bag for tonight for the, uh, for the roulette. But yeah, these uh, you've, if you've been smoking cigars a while, you've seen these, you know, the Mm -hmm. the white tissue paper with the gold band on the outside. Um, and they just, um, so they just sort of re-released this, um, uh, under sort of their new sub brand for distribution, and uh, they're putting you know a little bit more, um, uh, of their um sort of brand dynamics behind it to re re-in- uh, reintroduce it to a lot of uh, n- maybe newer cigar smokers, uh, or people like like Garrett's mentioning that he hadn't had it in a while, long time. And I'll, I'm in the same boat, so I had one recently, and I don't have a memory of what it was like because i think i don't know about you i mean how long would you say it had been since you had one last
1: i want to say honestly probably 15 years
0: yeah and i probably about the same for me and so i don't really remember what you know what it would have been like back then but however they're making these now it's a very good cigar it really is it uh, I don't know about yours. The burn was flawless. Draw was great. Fantastic. And it, flavorful and just enjoyable yep. all the way through.
1: Yep. 100%. Yep. 100%. Yeah. So uh, watch watch for the El Rey Del Mundo uh, in the shops. I I hope they, they make a comeback because it is a damn good cigar. It is.
0: Definitely. So that was this week's Notable Smokeables brought to us by Ace Prime Cigars. Improving lives through fine cigars. Visit aceprime.com to learn more.
1: And now it's aceprime.
0: Yeah, I don't know if that's like official, official, but I I know that because they have a very good relationship and they they have collaborated on so many things recently, there is some big news coming, I think. Um, So,
1: yeah, stay tuned for that. Yeah, stay tuned for that. that, There's big news coming.
0: Hmm. Um, So, One of the things that we've been working on lately is, um, you know, obviously we want guests on the show because we love so much having the guests on and hearing their stories and things like that and learning about um, how they got their starts, why they enjoy cigars, family history, things like that. We love having those conversations. Um, We're getting into that season into the summer now where, um, you know, people's schedules, especially now that COVID is starting to. Wayne and places are opening up a lot of people who are brand owners or brand managers brand ambassadors are getting back out on the road so getting people scheduled is a little tougher right now we are definitely working on that we had some scheduled things that we had to we had to push off kevin you are a great guest you are you are a great guest um we we did beat COVID, Mm -hmm. i think I don't, I don't know i didn't like per, i didn't like you know land any roundhouses or you know haymakers or anything but
1: we did go toe-to-toe with it
0: yeah it uh, well actually sucked. covid beat me like severely like within I was an inch bruised and beaten and battered for many, many he was weeks. in a bad way i was in a bad way um but i'm much better now mm-hmm. um so anyway Long story short, we, we definitely have, have guests coming on the show. Next week, a week from tonight, is Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. Big holiday for those of us in the States. Um, so getting anybody scheduled for Memorial Day was, it's like, sorry, I can't, sorry, I can't, sorry, I can't. Totally understand. Mm-hmm. So it's the United States holiday. So we may or may not have a show. If we do have a show, we're going to have something awesome and fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe a summer theme or, you know, something like that. You know, if you guys have suggestions for show ideas, yeah, email email us. What do you guys want to see? Send us an email, hit us up on Facebook, Instagram. What do you guys want to see? Page us. Page us. Now, if if it involves like brass poles and midgets and donkeys, I don't think that falls in the, in, you know, the, the practices, standards and practices for, you know, YouTube and Facebook, but.
1: Well, Kevin is free on Memorial Kevin is, Day. Kevin is free on Memorial Day. He said he's free.
0: Um, So hmm. yeah, we want to, we want to have, uh you know, we want to have a show on Memorial Day. Yeah, we do. So, you know. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. We might have a show on Memorial Day. Watch our Day. Facebook. Um, so that is what we have coming up. We are definitely going to the PCA trade show in July. Uh still working out all the details for getting us there, but we are definitely going to the PCA trade show. Very excited for that. So excited. Um I'll be the, the opening day of the trade show is my big 50. 5-0. My 50th birthday is the the first day of the trade show I turn 50 years old. So that's going to be surreal and weird being in Vegas at a cigar trade show on my 50th birthday in a walker in a walker. Yeah. And totally renting you depends and all that good stuff. So I'm renting you all the things (laughs) the hover round, the scooter. Remember at the the
1: end of our, uh, our show with coop on Thursday night, the over the loudspeaker, Steven, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Please return your scooter to the, like, that's going to be you at the, that's going to
0: be me at the PCA. Absolutely. Um, so that's it for this week, guys, as always, um, follow us on social media at HBT cigar. Um, look for us on our website. How Uh, we have great, if you've missed our TPE coverage, go back. All the videos are on. How So you can find them. If you want to rewatch them on YouTube or Facebook, you'll find all the links on. How about that We had some really cool interviews with some mm-hmm. people at, at TPE. So go check those out. If you haven't seen them yet. Um, and if you have questions for us, if you have show ideas, anything like that, email us yeah. on how about cigar.com, uh, or, or send us a message on Facebook or Instagram. And until we see you guys next And
1: if you haven't seen us or heard us talk about a brand that you like, you enjoy, and you think should be featured on the show, please let us know. Excellent we, idea. We'd love to, especially this, you know, the small guys, yeah. you know, we love that story. And if it's a good product, you know we we would love to be a part of that. So, okay, now we can do the thing.
0: Yeah, if there's that's a great idea. If there's if there's a new brand that, because there are so many cigar brands, honestly, and we've learned over the last couple of years, man, there's cigar brands we never heard of, and there are some cigar brands that are new, guys that are trying to get their start. Um, you know, if you want to get us introduced to them and and uh, you know help us build a relationship with them. We'd love to meet them. Uh, have a you know, uh, have a call with them beforehand. Learn about them. Um, you know, try out their products, and you know they could be somebody to be an awesome guest for us to have on the show. Or here. an accessory. So, yeah, accessory products, lighters, cutters,
1: anything cigar related.
0: Yeah, all that stuff. We we just want to have people come on and tell their stories and you know learn about what they do so that's that's the best time for us so uh again guys thank you for watching and listening much and uh as always until we see you next time burn cigars see you guys